right, I think we are live. We're live here. This is Brent Leary, first of all. Uh, I'm sitting here live at a, a lot of hubbub going around. This is a Salesforce small business base camp here in New York City. And there are hundreds of people walking around here. There's a lot of noise, a lot of good stuff. A lot of people are interested in what's going on. And I'm sitting here with Tony Rodoni, who is the Executive Vice President of SMB Sales for Salesforce. Uh, first of all, Tony, thank you for joining me. Thank you for having me here. Oh, hi, Brent. It's great. Energy is wonderful here in New York City today. It absolutely is. And uh, first of all, I told you you're executive vice president. Yeah. But tell us a little bit more about what you do with Salesforce. Yeah. So I run the SMB sales teams at Salesforce. I've been here for 10 years. And during that whole time, I've been working with small businesses on their use and adoption of CRM for sales, marketing, and service. Very cool. Now, you've been there a lot of years. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, you've been involved in talking to small businesses over the course of that time. Tell me, how has small business changed since you got started with Salesforce to where we are today with all this great yeah. thing going on? Well, first of all, when Salesforce was founded, it started with small businesses. So small business has been our roots since the day the company started 17 years ago. What I see is really changing in the industry is we used to have to evangelize why people would use the cloud, is it safe, are they comfortable? Uh, and we're not making that, we're not evangelizing that anymore. If anything, I would say small businesses are the innovators and early adopters of almost every type of technology we come out with. And the reason it is, is technology makes small businesses more nimble. It makes them look bigger than they are. We call it the blowfish effect, right? How do I, how do I look bigger than I am? And think about it. 15 years ago, it cost a lot of capital and time if you wanted to build an e-commerce company or distribute over the web or market over the web. And now those costs have come down so much. And at Salesforce, we're helping make our, our customers look bigger than they are, grow faster. And one of the things I like to think about with our cloud technology is we, we future-proof technology for them because we're generating new releases three or four times a year. So we're at this great event. You have a number of partners involved. So you have some folks to Amazon, you have Ring Central, you have uh, Yelp, we'll talk to the gentleman next to later. Why is it so important for Salesforce to be doing these things, to be doing the outreach to small business today? Oh boy. So when we speak to small businesses, they often tell us, they, they'll say to me, Tony, we're using you for CRM, but what other technology should we use in our business? And they really think of us as advisors for small business technology. And the people we've invited here today are the types of companies we think can make a big difference for small businesses. And uh, they've already started with Salesforce. This is a good segue into accounting, payroll, reviews, website development, etc. cetera. Uh, and we really think it's, it's less about an individual vendor and more about the community we're creating together in CRM, right? So there's the, the landscape has changed tremendously uh, from when you guys started with Salesforce to now, thinking from a small business perspective. Things are moving quick. Yeah. Uh, how are small businesses, the ones that you're talking to, how are they keeping up? Are they ahead of the pack? Or what are they doing to, to stay competitive in this kind of really tough environment? Yeah. Well, the, the, my favorite thing about working with small businesses is they're just more nimble. And whether, whether it's a competitive environment, an economic environment, they see it first and they can act first. And really what I see happening is they use technology to shift in their business as quickly as possible. So if they're a retailer, they know how to change the offers they're providing. If they're using CRM to sell through a direct organization, they know how to shift the product mix to their pricing mix. And it's really about shifting 
from being a system of record to using CRM as a system of engagement. And the two biggest trends we're seeing right now, one is a whole area around data science and artificial intelligence. Look, no small businesses have a data science department, <laughs> but we want to put functionality into the product that helps them see trends, recommend actions, take next steps, and you're going to, our SMB customers are going to see that in their products pretty darn quick. When you talk about that kind of thing, machine learning, data science, most people do think of it as a big enterprises game, but what are some of the best ways that you're seeing some of the small guys take advantage of kind of the insights that are coming from systems? Now? Yeah. Boy, they're so, it's so, uh, we shouldn't overcomplicate it. The best thing that you can use in systems with data science are things like lead scoring and knowing which leads to respond to the quickest. And today, clients do that themselves and our data science will do that for them. Or how about, uh, like, if you have a lead coming in, which one should I call back now? Uh, which one's the highest priority? Or if I'm in support, how should, uh, how should I automatically escalate a case or automate a task? Uh, whether it's sales, service, or marketing, people want the features in it to tell them what to do next. And I think the first generation of CRM left it to the user to figure out what to do next. And the innovation happening in CRM is to start recommending to people what to do for them. So what's exciting the small businesses that you're talking to about the future, about what the technology can do for them? Yeah. I, I, the neatest things I've seen is uh, the proliferation of devices. Look at, we're recording this today at an event with a little tiny uh, camera on your phone. Right. And these phones are ubiquitous. And what we see more and more small businesses doing is run their business from their phone. Because they're, they're mobile as well. And the, the exciting trend that's happening there is they don't want to be tethered to their desk when running their business. The best decisions happen when you're out of your office. So uh, what do you want folks to walk away from today? after being at this event, what do you want them to walk away from? Well, I, this, this is a, a mix of people who use Salesforce and people that are new, very early small businesses. And what's crazy, if you, when we research small businesses, 80% still are not using any marketing automation. 80%? 80%. 85% still use email and spreadsheets to manage their customer interaction. And I'd say the simplest thing we're doing here today that we helped do 16 years ago when we started the company is really evangelize to people that there's a better way to manage their business when they want to grow, and doing it with Salesforce is dead simple. Uh, Tony, uh, one last question I can think of is, peer out to the future, yep. maybe a year or two from now, we're at an event like this. What are we going to be talking about when it comes to small business and technology and, and what's driving small business power? If you think, I mean, one or two years is short in our, <laughs> in our horizon. I think the most important thing we're going to see with small businesses is almost a graduation rate. We're going to talk about our new batch of small businesses that are created and how they're using technology because the ones that we're here with today, they graduate, right? They grow into larger companies. Uh, they pivot in their industry. I don't mean to say every company is trying to be much larger, but they'll do more with less and Salesforce will help them be smarter in doing that. So tell all folks out there where they can learn more about What's going on with Salesforce and small business? Yeah. So certainly go to salesforce.com slash small business, but there's other resources as well. If you're trying to learn Salesforce for the first time, there's a website called Salesforce Trailhead that is a learning environment for you to learn how to use the technology. And it's as simple as logging onto that site and experiencing Salesforce as a user for the first time. 
Hey, thanks for the time. This has been great. Uh, we're going to have a couple of your friends come in and, and talk a little bit. But a uh, pleasure meeting you, yeah. seeing you again. And looking forward to seeing what else goes on. Because uh, I know there's a bigger event tomorrow, too. Yeah, we're looking forward to it. And thanks again, Brent. Okay, take care. Okay, so uh, go ahead and grab the mic. I'm going to kind of talk for a little bit. Let's go ahead and get uh, Jamie Domenici in. There she is. Hey, here we go. Hey. So you guys can do the, the, the mic pass off here. Got it. I got you. <laughs> all right. This is very good. I'm, just, I'm still like blown away by all the people. I think I heard uh, a thousand people registered or something like that. 1,300. 1,300. 1300. Amy Domenici. She is... Good yeah. to see you again. Yeah. In this kind of event, you gave me some really great feedback. I want to talk a little bit about CRM in small businesses. Yes. Uh, the adoption rate is still pretty low uh, when it comes to just general speaking CRM in, in, in small businesses. These kinds of events, the things that are taking place in the technology, do you think we're at a point where you're going to see a, a rapid acceleration of CRM adoption at the SMB side of things? I, I think so. I think that we're, well, one, we're in a time of change, right? If you look at things like Brexit or elections, there's a lot of movement going on around us. And I think that that's an opportunity for small businesses in particular, right? With change, there is opportunity. Um, but, I think also the customers that we talk to or that are weathering that change are customers that are using technology to help them do it. I mean, I was literally just talking to a lawyer over there who is a lawyer, one person, him and his assistant. He's like, I, I got to manage my clients. Like, help me figure it out. And, and I said, you know what, that's, that's where CRM can help you is by helping you to be bigger than you are, to giving you insight and visibility into your business so that you can be nimble and make better decisions. So I think that we are going to see adoption rise because people are going to be using technology like Salesforce to help them navigate change. What's driving the interest here when it comes to CRM? Is it the, the intelligence aspect or is it the meat and potato just finally know, recognize that yeah. they need something, they can't use Excel spreadsheets and email forever, right. and now it's time to look for something that'll help them. I think it's a little bit of both, right? I think it is the meat and potatoes, that's a good way to put it, is how do I get up and running? Where do I start? I think that's what people are learning here. But why I think people are looking at Salesforce is because Salesforce is giving them the meat and potatoes, but they're also thinking, what's the, what's the next trend? You know, what's that next thing? And while a small business owner, nobody has walked in here saying, where's the... How can, how can that improve my business? How do I use that? And that's what we're doing at Salesforce, is democratizing these trends and making them available, accessible, and valuable for small businesses. Talk a little bit about the intelligence, kind of the intelligence automation. Not enough just to get the insight, but how to make it actionable. Yes. How to make it easy for them to find, not to look for. That's a great question. Okay. So I always use this as an example um, that I've heard from so many of my customers as they say, okay, I'm a 10-person business. I just did a trade show. Like my one investment for the year, I was going to go to a trade show. 
Um, but, and it was amazing. I got so many names, so many business cards, so many leads. And then I went back to my desk and I had so many leads. You know, I don't know where to start. And I'm like, that's, that's where AI can help you by using intelligence to apply to your leads, to help you prioritize. Based on what I've seen from all your prospects, this is a good lead. Call them first. Don't let them get lost in the pile on your desk. And so that's where the intelligence comes in um, that's helping you to prioritize and be more productive, but without really knowing it. You know, It's not something that you're, you're seeing happening because the CRM is getting smarter and doing the work for you. What talk about the mobile aspects and being able to use devices like what we're using here yeah. to uh, get the information when they need it in, a, in a, the right format. That yeah. Well, I don't know. I, I do you remember? I came to New York ten years ago, and I had my Nokia flip phone. Wow. Do, you remember, do you remember like flip phones? That's right. And I was thinking about that as I got lost in New York yesterday. I, I really wasn't lost because I pulled out my phone and it told me where to go. Right. And similar to that, we see more and more people who are running their businesses on their phone. And you look at this event. I mean, there's over a thousand people who are going to come here today who are working, wow. but they're working. They're here. And with the power of CRM, with the power of Salesforce, you can bring your work with you, right? And it allows you to go to that soccer game or go to that event that you want to see because you can literally take your work wherever you go. Let's talk a little bit about marketing. Yes. I love marketing. Yeah. That's my job. Right. That's my jam. <laughs> How are small businesses doing with marketing today and what are the things that they could be doing better? That's such a good question. Um, and I... I think that a lot of people in the small business space usually have one person who does marketing, and that person does it all. Love the marketer. Um, but I think most times small businesses think less true because actually marketing automation is perfect for small businesses because it's going to give that one person the power to reach many right. right and that one person has to fill up for their their sales team bring in all those leads from that trade show consistently and things like part up which is our marketing automation tool from salesforce is it's going to allow you to reach many people but then to be actually very smart about it by using a nurture trap and doing the nurturing in the background your company will always be reaching out to your customer and you know creating that personalized customer experience which is so important absolutely so we're in 2016 heading into 2017 there's, it seems like there's a lot of excitement around here particularly around here for small business what are some of the things that small businesses may not be doing now today, right. but a year from now they're going to need to be doing. Well, I think we hit on a couple of things, which is um, using, well, one, just using technology. I think that's, some people are ahead of that curve and some are behind. Two is the ability to run your business from your phone. So mobile, I think if you're not on mobile, like there's an issue. The third thing, you know what's very surprising and I'm hearing a lot of today is this notion of community, right? And as a small business, how do you reach many, right? And how do you build that community so that you're extending the power of your business into many? And I think things like building out customer communities or partner communities are going to be really key for small businesses' growth. Cool. So, peer out to year two. I asked Tony the same thing. Yeah. What are we going to be talking about that is going to be 
maybe not even thought about today by the general mainstream small business, but they're going to be needing to do, not just think about, but really needing to do is going to be something around marketing, is it integrating customer service and marketing and sales? Yeah. yeah. What, what do you think is going to be something that I can, I can look back on and say, Jamie nailed it. And I don't know, I don't know if this is new to everybody, but I definitely know this is key to small businesses growth, which is really how do you put the customer at the center of your business and then connect everything you do. So we always talk about it's um, how do you find your customers, how do you win them, right? Happy sales, and then how do you keep them? Because 60% of small businesses uh, revenue, it comes from existing customers. 60%. 60%, yes, I did not just make that up, it's a real fact. <laughs> Um, and I think that's really important. So how do you use customer service to become the new sales? And how do you use marketing to become the new customer service? So I think it's those companies that are going to figure out how to interlock that and put their customer at the center are going to be the customers and the companies that we see growing fast. Jim, thanks for your time. This has been great. Um, I asked Tony, but I asked you, where, where are the business section of our website and there we'll list everything to our products, um, to customer stories, hearing from other people and events because these are going to be coming to cities across you know the entire world. You need to come to Atlanta. We want you to Oh, we're coming to Atlanta. Salesforce was just in Atlanta and it's definitely on our hot spots to be at. Awesome. Well, hopefully I'll get to see you down there sometime. Yes, yes, absolutely. All right. Well, thanks, Jamie. Now we're going to transition, bring in Darnell. So. I'm going to ask you to do the passing of the mic. Let's pass it over. Come on in there now. Well, it's harder than I thought. Oh, okay. Well, we'll speak up a little bit. All right. Here you go, Darnell. So I, I heard they're having a little trouble hearing us because there's a lot of a lot of people. So we'll all right. Talk Mike's a little louder. All right. Well, first of all, Britt, I got to say, this is a really cool setup. Like, <laughs> if people at home could see this little mini studio that you have set up, it's amazing. First of all, let me introduce you, Darnell Holloway from Yelp. You're uh, the director of business outreach. That's right. And you're based right here in New York? Based right here in Manhattan. So I actually got my start at Yelp in 2009 at Yelp HQ in San Francisco. I was one of 12 local account managers. Uh, so we were the first group that was helping business owners get set up with advertising programs. And uh, I transitioned over to business outreach in 2012. And so now I head up a North American team that's focused on educating small business owners and also building business owner community uh, around the country. So we are really familiar with Yelp from a, like a B2C perspective with buying a pizza or going to some restaurant or something like that. Talk a little bit about Yelp from a B2B perspective. How, how are B2B companies beginning to use Yelp? Yeah, well, you know, Yelp is a fantastic tool for business owners, and the first thing that any business should do is claim their page on Yelp. So it's super easy. In fact, here at this event, we've already been, I've had my laptop out myself, rolled up my sleeves, getting business pages set up, and it's really easy. You go to biz.yelp.com, you have access to a suite of free tools that allows you to add photos to your page, complete your profile, and also respond to reviews. And so that's the, the entry point for any business out there. So everybody should go out there, claim, everybody out there should go claim their page. Um, and it's really going to allow you to start managing and verifying and, and connecting with uh, consumers and also if you're B2B with other businesses that might be using your service. Talk about what I think I heard uh, or we saw maybe on your site, the review economy. Tell me what the review economy is and how important is it today for a small business in particular to be a part of it. Yeah, so the feedback economy. 
is um, a concept that we now live in a world where consumers are relying on online reviews for every type of purchasing decision. Um, and when it comes to Yelp specifically, we know that reviews play a big part in where people are going to spend their money. Nielsen did a study, they found that 82% of Yelp users are on the site because they intend to buy a product or service. And of course they're going to look at a business's reviews. And so it's really important for businesses to pay attention to their reviews. And I will say that um, Yelp is a platform that allows businesses to really roll up their sleeves and engage when they are getting reviews. And so I mentioned that people can respond as part of that suite of free tools. Um, every business out there should get in the habit of responding to their reviews, whether they're positive or negative, um, within 24 hours. What are some of the best practices other than the response, but getting started, how do you help a company kind of recruit their customers to write reviews for them on their behalf? What's the best way for them to go about doing that? Well, I'm glad that you brought that up because we actually recommend uh, that you don't ask for reviews. And so that might seem counterintuitive, but instead what you want to do is focus on good customer service first and foremost in the offline world. There is a direct correlation between customer service and reviews on Yelp. Our, our data science team found that if somebody mentions good customer service in a review, that review is five times as likely to be five star uh, versus one star. So the first thing is you want to be customer service oriented if you want to get good reviews. The second thing is you do want to engage with your profile as well. You want to do things like adding photos, adding content. Why? Because the more content you have, the more traffic that you're going to get on Yelp. That flywheel starts and then you're going to get more reviews as well. You also want to let people know that you have a presence on Yelp. So while you don't want to go out and solicit reviews, you do want to let people know that you're on there. And so you can do that by putting HTML badges on your website. You can put signage in your storefront. We actually uh, give stickers away that say, find us on Yelp at yelp.com slash brand. And then responding to reviews is incredibly important. One interesting bit of uh, uh, information that our data science recently surfaced is that if a business responds to a negative review within 24 hours, if they send a personalized message, that reviewer is 33% more likely to upgrade the rating and the review. Okay, now that's awesome. So you, you, the, diet, the data science part of this is really fascinating. What are some of the other kind of insights that are really out small business should be aware of as they go through this process because it seems like getting the reviews, getting them rolling in, takes a little time to do it. So what are some of the other best practices that your data science is kind of showing? Any, any factors you can share with me? That's, that's awesome. Well, another interesting trend for Yelp right now is that transactions are on the rise. And, you know, Yelp has really always been about connecting people with great local businesses and at the same time, it's undergone a little bit of an evolution. So when I joined the company back in 2009, it was a desktop review site, Yelp.com. You go to Yelp, you read reviews, you find the businesses that you're looking for, and then you go there in the offline world. And now we've evolved into a great mobile app. Most of our searches are happening on mobile. Most of our content is being added um, by mobile devices. But then also people are transacting directly from Yelp. It's a, it's a transactions platform. Okay. And so I think that's a really interesting trend for businesses to pay attention to. You know, We see a lot more Yelp users engaging in that way. And so uh, if you're thinking of restaurants, we recently acquired E24. Uh, we also have Yelp reservations so people can now order food delivery or book a table through uh, the Yelp app. 
um, if you're thinking of getting a dent, uh, you're, you need to go to the dentist. Uh, we, we partnered with Demand Force. If you need to buy flowers, we've got Bloom Nation on there as a partner. So I think that's a really interesting thing, uh, interesting trend for businesses to pay attention to. And uh, then also, we developed a tool recently called Request a Quote that um, allows uh, service-based businesses to take quotes directly from people on the Yelp app. So let's say that I have a leaky faucet in my apartment. I can go to the Yelp app and find a plumber and I can request a quote right there from the app. I can also take pictures of the pipe underneath my sink. And at the same time, I can also request quotes from multiple plumbers um, to make sure that I'm finding the person who's available could actually come to my place within an hour or so to get the work done. So um, I would say that's really an interesting trend for businesses to pay attention to is, is the transactions and start to think Yelp, start to think of Yelp as more than just a review site, but also a transactions platform. So that's taking place now. Uh, what what are you going to see? What are we going to see in maybe a year or two from now with Yelp and small business and, and how they use it? Well, you know, I think that there is a lot of exciting um, buzz just around location data. Um, and I, I think that that's an interesting trend, but I really think that this transactions thing is is um, just starting to kind of take off. And I think you're going to see a lot more of that across multiple platforms uh, on the site. And that's something that we're really excited about internally at Yelp as well. So the review and the transaction are happening near and near in proximity closer and closer in time. Well, if you are uh, a business, one thing that you, you mentioned in terms of time, I, I, I highly recommend that you respond to your reviews within 24 hours. But as far as when the transactions um, happen after review, it's important to know that people can write reviews on their, on their Yelp app as well. And a lot of that content is happening on mobile devices. So you, you may see some of that as well. Um, I would also say that uh, it's important to note that businesses out there um, really need to pay attention to content. Um, that's that's something we haven't really talked about as much, but literally the content that they can control on their page includes photos and information about themselves. And what we're finding is that if businesses are adding more photos, if they're adding content, if they have a fully built out Yelp listing and they're doing that from day one, that they're going to accelerate the rate at which they're likely to get their first review. Tell us where people can learn more about what you're doing at, you know, from a small business perspective. Yeah, so they can go to officialblog.yelp.com. They can also check out yelp.com slash support if they have any questions. And then finally, they can claim their page at biz.yelp.com. It is getting so loud in here. I think we're going to... It was a little distracting. <laughs> but it's great. Thanks again for, for the time. Thanks again. And uh, once again, this is Brent Leary. Let's sign off and I think uh, take in some of the other parts of the, uh, the event. So thanks again. Uh, we'll be doing some more videos like this from Small Biz Trends Facebook. Stay tuned. Thanks, guys.